Welcome to the And She Looked Up podcast. Each week, we sit down with inspiring Canadian women who create for a living. We talk about their creative journeys and their best business tips, as well as the creative and business mindset issues all creative entrepreneurs struggle with. I'm your host, Melissa Hartfield, and after leaving a 20-year career in corporate retail, I've been happily self-employed for 12 years. I'm a graphic designer, an illustrator, and a multi-six-figure-a-year entrepreneur in the digital content space. This podcast is for the artists, the makers, and the creatives who want to find a way to make a living doing what they love. Hello, everyone, and welcome to another episode of the And She Looked Up podcast. This week is a little bit of a different episode in that First of all, it's a solo episode, and second of all, um, it has been such a crazy week. I can't really talk too much about it, but it really threw me off with recording for the podcast and doing an actual um, interview episode. So here I am on my own (laughs) to say hello and to talk a little bit about something that has been on my mind for a few weeks now, and it is the idea of being imperfectly perfect or perfectly imperfect. I think they're kind of the same thing. I've been sitting here for the last few weeks trying to figure out if those actually mean the same thing or if they mean something different. I think they mean the same thing. But What got me thinking about this was um, about a month ago, I was going through a really, really difficult um, point with my illustration and my artwork and just feeling like nothing I did was good enough. And I don't think this is anything new. I think probably everybody listening has these moments where we go through this. And the thing that was really triggering it in me is as an illustrator, everything I do is hand illustrated. I don't do digital illustration, mainly because I don't have a fancy iPad. I have an iPad 2. It's basically died <laughs> and I haven't been in a position to replace it. So um, I, I don't do digital illustration, but digital illustration in my niche, which is kind of the childlike, kid-friendly, cute illustration niche, uh, tends to be very digital. There's not too many people out there who are still doing hand-drawn illustration. And there's nothing wrong with that. But if you're an illustrator, one of the things that for me anyway, is the trickiest thing is my line work, my ink work, and getting it to look smooth and getting it to connect properly, getting the line without little extra bits and things, stuff that I often clean up in Photoshop. Um, So when I say I don't do digital art, I do digitally clean my artwork up in Photoshop, but I don't actually draw the artwork in Photoshop. Anyway, um, (laughs) a lot of the artwork that I look at, particularly on social media, is digitally done. And 
the thing with that is it's all perfect. The line work is perfect. The weight of the lines is perfect. The smoothness, smoothness of the lines is perfect. And it's stuff that I just, I can't replicate when I draw by hand. And it leaves me feeling like my work is subpar, not good enough, not appealing. If people had the choice between choosing between a digital illustration and my hand-drawn illustrations, they would pick the digital every time. And it's all nonsense. (laughs) My logical brain knows this is all nonsense, but my illogical brain, which let's face it, our illogical brain is the one that controls our mindset issues, um, doesn't know it. And it just winds up sending me down a pity party path where I feel lousy about what I'm doing and my work. And, and I really started to think about this a lot because people do like my art. People buy my art. People enjoy it. People share it. So maybe being imperfect is okay. And of course it's okay. (laughs) We all know that. But I needed to tell my inner artist that it's okay to be imperfect. There are people who enjoy our imperfections. And for some people, for a lot of people, imperfect is what makes art, art. It's really easy to get tired of perfection because perfection doesn't have any personality. It's the imperfections that give our work that quirkiness, that personality, that style, that thing where you know, hey, that's a Georgia O'Keeffe painting, or hey, that's a Blink-182 song. Um, that's, that's what makes us us as artists and creators. And we tend to try and avoid the imperfection so much when really we need to be embracing them. And so <laughs> that's what I've been working on for the last few weeks is trying to wrap my head around embracing my imperfections. And one of the things that I started to do was start following a whole bunch of new artists on Instagram, because I think where I was getting stuck is I was in the trap of looking at people who all create very similar work. And that's not meant to be a criticism of them. That is what they create. The work they create is great. It brings me great joy to look at it. I love it. But I needed to start seeing things that were different from what I create and what they create and people who were doing more work that was hand done. And by doing that and looking at the work that these people put out there, I realized how much joy their work brings me. And it is full of quirkiness. They draw a house. It doesn't have straight lines, you know? That's something that sometimes will drive me crazy when I'm doing my house illustrations is like the line is not straight, but you know what? It doesn't have to be straight. The color doesn't have to be in the lines. The house can be a little off center. It can be lopsided and it's okay because that brings a certain style and quirkiness and personality to the work. And that's what people value. And it got me thinking about how artwork is supposed to 
not just artwork. And when I say artwork, I'm not just talking about paintings and illustrations. I'm talking about the work that we create as creators. And I think we forget sometimes that the work we create should evoke emotions. And when something's perfect, I don't know that it can evoke emotions in the same way. Um, I think other than making other artists wish their work was perfect. I don't know if it has the same impact as work that's slightly imperfect. I think sometimes we need to look at art and feel joy or happiness or have it evoke a memory from our past. But I also think sometimes it's meant to make us feel uncomfortable, angry even, uh, sad, it should evoke a full range of emotions. And for it to do that, we have to put personality into it. We have to put, we have to let ourselves go and embrace the things that make us us, even if that's not perfect, because there is no such thing as a perfect human being. They don't exist. And so artwork can't be perfect either because artwork is just us channeling what's inside of us onto the page or onto the screen or onto a wall or through a musical instrument. So this is what I'm wrestling with in my head right now. I go through these phases every now and then where, you know, I'm just really down on myself, down on the work that I'm putting out there, feeling like I'm never going to get anywhere. Like I haven't improved or I haven't gotten any better. And it's a weird place. And I know probably everybody listening to this has felt it. I'm sure you have. Um, if you haven't, please let us know your secrets because we'd love to know. <laughs> but I think this is where I have to go. I think I have to keep reminding myself that perfection is imperfection. And imperfection is perfect. It is perfectly okay to not be perfect. It's what makes me me. It's what makes my artwork my artwork. I really do believe, after thinking about it, that if I were to digitally create my art, it would not be the same. It would not. It would not be me. <laughs> and that's a really weird thing to say, but that's what I'm thinking is the case here. And so, this is something I'm still working on, and I'll probably be working on it for a few more months. And if this is something that you're struggling with right now, I just, I wanted to remind you all that being imperfect is perfect. It's what you're meant to be. And it's what your art is meant to be. It doesn't mean you can't get better. It doesn't mean you can't improve. We can all do those things. And that's just a matter of practicing our craft, whatever that may be. But none of us are ever going to reach perfection. So let's embrace the imperfections on the journey to getting better. And the other thing I wanted to mention today, so for those of you who don't know me too well, I'm a huge baseball fan. I am a huge Atlanta fan. And this year, Atlanta won the World Series. They shouldn't have won the World Series. (laughs) Nobody expected them to win the World Series. And so for the last few days, I've been reading some articles on you know, why they won the World Series when they shouldn't have won the World Series. And I read a really interesting article this morning that just stuck with me. Um, and the reason this particular author, it was from an article on the ringer.com. 
I'll put a link to it in the show notes if anybody wants to read it, if you're as much of a baseball fan as I am or an Atlanta fan. And the premise of the article was that Atlanta won because they tried. And I thought it was really interesting. They weren't expected to win. They just tried to win. And the last line in the article was this. Atlanta wasn't the major's best team from April to September. It wasn't all that close. It merely tried to win, and then it did. That's a reason for a trophy and for the other 29 clubs to take note. And that really hit me because one of the things I've realized over the years is that very often the reason that I've succeeded is because I've tried. And the other reason that I've succeeded is because not only did I try, but the others around me stopped trying. And sometimes that's all it takes. Sometimes all it takes is for you to be the one that perseveres. You may not be the best. You may not be perfect. You may be imperfectly perfect, but you keep trying. And as long as you keep trying, there's always the possibility that you'll win because there will always be others around you who stop trying. And when everybody else around you stops trying, you're the default person (laughs) that's left standing. So I thought that was a really good lesson. It really hit me this morning to remember that if I don't try, I can't win. And I'm not a big person when it comes to winning and losing that kind of thing. But if I don't try, I won't get better. And if I don't try, I won't achieve the things I want to achieve. And if I don't try, I'll never get close to being perfect. (laughs) even though being perfect isn't what matters. So those are just a few thoughts that I wanted to share with you all this week. Um, I hope that you're all having a great week. I'll be back with another new episode next week, but I do just want to ask you all a favor. Um, We had some exciting news last week. The podcast was listed by Feedspot as one of the 20 best podcasts for Canadian women, which was really nice to hear. Not something, again, that I aim for, but just the fact that um, somebody has noticed what I'm trying to do here in raising up the voices of Canadian women who create for a living. But um, it also means hopefully that other people are enjoying the podcast. And as I've mentioned before, sometimes when you're podcasting, it can feel like you're in a bit of a void because you don't get a lot of feedback. It's not like blogging where people can leave comments. It's not like social media where people can hit the like button and leave you a note or send you a DM. It's kind of just one of those things where you're like, stats say people are listening, but I don't really know if they like it or anyway. Um, And I did have some of you leave me some very sweet notes in the last couple of weeks, which I really appreciate. But if there is one thing that you can do to support this podcast, and it will only take you a minute and it doesn't cost you a single dime, it would be to head over to iTunes or or Apple Podcasts and leave a review. You can either just leave a, a star review or even better, leave a little comment on why you like the podcast. It really is a huge signal to Apple that this is a podcast that people enjoy and that um, they should share with other people. 
<laughs> and it allows more Canadian women who create for a living to find the podcast. And hopefully uh, the more of you that listen, the more of you we can help and the more of you we can bring together as this crazy, vibrant community of creative Canadian entrepreneurial women, which is all I really want to do. So if you could take a moment, you can do it right now in your podcast app. If you're listening through Apple podcasts, which I know is what most of you listen on. Um, and it would be so much appreciated. And, uh, yeah, I think that's it for this week. So as I said, I'll be back next week with another brand new episode. It will be a full episode. Sorry. Things just got, crazy this week. And um, hopefully I can share with you why very soon. But until then, um, I'll talk to you all next week. Thanks for listening, everyone. Thank you so much for joining us for the And She Looked Up Creative Hour. If you're looking for links or resources mentioned in this episode, you can find detailed show notes on our website at andshelookedup.com. While you're there, be sure to sign up for our newsletter for more business tips, profiles of inspiring Canadian creative women, and so much more. If you enjoyed this episode, please be sure to subscribe to the show via your podcast app of choice so you never miss an episode. We always love to hear from you, so we'd love it if you'd leave us a review through iTunes or Apple Podcasts. Drop us a note via our website at anshelookedup.com or come say hi on Instagram at anshelookedup. Thanks for listening, and we'll see you next week.